Welcome to the Blazer Banter episode seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. Bridget. What's in the box? I don't I don't know because I don't see a box. But here we are. Spoiler alert, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Oh dear God. <laughs> so Bridget must not be looking at the calendar well well enough. Uh we are filming this as we do all of our podcasts one week prior to its posting. So we are recording this on October 28th. She is still in spooky season talking about Gwyneth's head in a box. Have you never seen that movie? Seven? Brad Pitt? Gwyneth Paltrow? No! <laughs> the only thing that goes in my head is... I'm going to create a, uh, a remix or a redo, rewrite, if you will, of it's just a head in a box. I won't tell you the OG. If you know it, you know what I'm saying. I don't know if Bridget's going to cut that or not, but she might. <laughs> Why would I cut that beautiful segment of music? But no, really, Seven, it's a good movie. You should check it out. It's... It sounds spooky, so I'm good. Yeah, but I can watch it. So that means it's more crime procedural than anything. My deepest of apologies, my listeners. <laughs> By the time you're listening, spooky season will have ended and we are officially into the time to give thanks, Bridget. We are thankful for so much. And I don't think it is appropriate this early in the month of thanks to talk about what we are thankful for. We can do that later in the month, closer to the Thanksgiving However, Bridget, I am thankful for you and our acquaintanceship. Aw, I'm thankful for you too, Eric. It's never too early to say that. Uh-huh. Sorry for this moment. We're staring in each other's eyes right now. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Kristen, get down here quick. <laughs> okay. We didn't even start on the rails this time. At least normally we start on the rails and then it goes off. Any mention of seven within the first 30 seconds is going to guarantee... That it's just gone. Socially distanced, staring. Of course, of course. There's plexiglass in between us as well. So really, we're just looking at in, into each other's reflections. Are we? Oh, the Blazer Banter, episode seven. We're talking about getting involved on campus, what it can do for you as a, as a leadership student. We're going to talk a little bit about what that looks like here at Johnwood Community College, but also everywhere else, and and to talk about uh, Bridget and I's experience in in leadership and getting involved on campuses, I think both looked a little different. We're going to travel down that track. If we can catch a student or two, then then we might see how getting involved has helped them. Talking about getting involved. So it's obviously my job to get students involved on campus, to put on events, things like that. But as a former TRIO advisor, I think we did a lot of that stuff too with lunch and learns, and there's still leadership growth and things like that within trio so i think we both can kind of talk on that absolutely and i think i don't know i mean you say that your job is the fun job but i mean we do have maybe some more structure some more objectives that we have to hit with our events but everything that we do is all about getting students involved getting them resources and just making connections so what Bridget's saying is my job is just willy-nilly, do whatever the heck you want. She agreed. <laughs> anyway, the opportunities on John Woods campus is getting involved many different ways. There's you can join a group, 
And we have a number of groups on campus, I think 18 or 19 total groups that you can get involved with, take leadership roles with, do events, plan events. The biggest one and the one that kind of oversees everything is the Student Government Association. There's leadership roles there. All that stuff typically leads to scholarships, other opportunities. That's just good for your resume. Always think that it's great to get involved no matter what school you're in because it just makes your experience that much more fun. But beyond the resume builder, getting involved is also great if you're a little concerned about your GPA. We've had this conversation with students this semester even, Eric. If you're looking at a school and you're you don't love your GPA. Schools are looking for well-rounded students, students who are involved. They have enough students who get a straight 4.0 and do nothing else. That's fine. The people they want to put in their catalog are the people who are involved and are also going to class. So if that's you, then getting involved is a great way to kind of bump up that application process, no matter what school you're going to. If you're in high school, coming to John Wood. If you're at John Wood, going to a transfer school always look for ways to round out your application. I've always said that I would rather have a, a 3.0 student who is, has great leadership skills than a 4.0 student who just does well in class. So there's also, you know, there's the thing of time. Everybody says, well, I don't have time to get involved. We have to make time first off. And second off that the time that you say you don't have is, is so typically spent working. And I get that you need money. I get that you have to work. But there's also times that you can set aside for in your schedule or even in your availability with your job that makes time for that. Any job that is hiring high school and college students, if you, if you say, I need to not work Tuesdays because there's always an event on Tuesday or there's always an opportunity to lead on Tuesdays, they're not going to say, well, no, okay, and then you lose your job because you can't work Tuesdays. You just have to set that precedence ahead of time. And I think that's, that's a good opportunity to make that time. You can still do your homework. You can still work. You can still do all this stuff. At the end of the day, what you learn at events, what you learn in leadership opportunities is so much more important than you're going to learn at a minimum wage job. And at the end of the day, could pay off more because of scholarships that you could earn just based off leadership. I have talked to so many students that are shocked that, there are scholarships out there for students who are a 3.0 or even as low as a 2.5, but do great leadership things. You don't have to be a 4.0 student to get scholarships. There's quite honestly a ton of scholarships out there for the students that are just great leaders who are above, I would call a B above average, above average in the classroom and do great stuff outside of the classroom. And kind of piggybacking on something Teresa mentioned last episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and listen to that. But she talked about, you know, giving yourself rules that you would never give anybody else. So if a friend came to you and said, well, I'm really interested in this club, but I just don't have time for it. What would you tell that friend? Would you tell that friend you're right? Don't go hang out, do something you think is cool or beneficial or something that's just going to lighten your stress because you have to go make smoothies. No, you would tell that friend, make time, go talk to your boss, make time in your schedule for that. Same thing, something I tell students, you can't manage time. We all have 24 hours in the day. None of us have a time turner. 
that's for the Harry Potter fans out there. So you can only manage yourself. I bet if everyone listening went out and wrote down their schedule for the week, you would find pockets of time that you didn't know that you had. And I'm not saying we have to fill every minute of every day because that's too much. But instead of doing homework at 10, 11 o'clock at night or missing an event because you didn't do a paper, you know, look at those pockets of time and say, hey, I can work a little bit Monday, Wednesday, Thursday at 10 o'clock on things so that I can make those 3.30 events, 3.30 club meetings, whatever it is. I guarantee that you have pockets of time in your day for fun things. And those fun things really can be a multitude of of the the opportunities that are just speaking on on John Woods campus there's fun clubs and there's academic clubs i would talk a little bit about phi theta kappa being an honor society you have to have a 3.5 to be invited there is a cost to join but it's a nominal cost when you are spending $80 to join and most transfer schools are giving at least a minimum of 1000 bucks you want to go to a private school private schools will give crazy money just for having Phi Theta Kappa on your resume, on your transcript. Take those opportunities, get involved and do stuff because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, it is going to pay off financially. And I would even argue after you graduate, that's the stuff. Again, if you have, let's say you have a 3.7 GPA when you graduate and you're applying for a job and the person you're going up against is in the same boat as you, 3.7 GPA, but you were the vice president of a club and you listed these five events that you were in charge of. And the other person just got a 3.7 and worked at, you know, a minimum wage job. They're always going to pick the person with that leadership because they want somebody with leadership. They want somebody with initiative. They want somebody with the background to do those fun things because nobody wants to ever be bored at a job, even in a boring job there's always opportunities to make things fun. So they're always going to choose the person, at least 95% of the time, I'd say, always going to choose the person with the background of leadership, event planning, things like that. And and in my job, you know, there was a minimum of, you know, experience with budgeting, experience with event planning, things like that. My experience in both of those, in both of those categories were when I was in student government at John Wood. I created, I helped in my with my team, we created a budget. We planned events. That was my background that ultimately landed me this job. And I'm a big proponent that not everything you do has to lead to a career opportunity or there doesn't have to be a reward for doing something. I mean, doing something, getting involved is a reward in and of itself. So even if no one else you know in your I don't know, art club is ever going to help you in your career, at least you can look back on your college career and say, hey, I had a good time with some good friends that I didn't stress for, you know, those four hours a week or whatever. And it was an outlet and I just got to make those connections. That in and of itself is definitely worth getting involved. Uh, we talk about that all the time with, with some of the events that we do here at John Wood. It might seem silly that we play bingo every month. It might seem silly that we set aside time to make bath bombs, to play ultimate Frisbee, to play kickball. Some of those things can seem so silly, but it take 45 minutes or an hour and just get away from studying, get away from class, 
just have a little bit of fun, hang out with your friends before you have to go back and write that paper, study for that test, so on and so forth. It's just to get you away from the stress that is school. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, at least even if you don't want to join a club or take those leadership positions or those leadership opportunities, just go do some of the fun stuff that they put on. I know other schools are similar to us in that our events are for all John Wood students. So you don't have to come and help plan. You don't have to be a part of the student government association to attend a SGA event. So to any John Wood students listening, I would encourage you just to show up. You'll meet some friends. You'll have some fun. It just lessens the stress from all all the stuff that you're doing in the classroom, out of the classroom, at work, at home. It just gives you that chance to just have a little bit of fun. Come play bingo and you have a chance at winning some kind of little Debbie snack or something. So it's all worth it. It all comes back around to the food. You know how we do here on the Blazer Banter. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we always end up talking about some sort of appetizing appetizer. I don't know. Now, if you've made it this far in the podcast and you're thinking, I don't care about any of this, I'm not interested in joining any events, I don't care about people, I just want to take my classes, get good grades, and get the heck out of here. I want you to meet me over here. Okay, she just moved her microphone. Okay, this is for the non-joiners out there, because I, too, was one of you in college. I still am you, let's be honest. But my advice to you is that, yes, there is SGA. There's probably something similar wherever you go. There's a huge group of people who get to plan and get together and do all that kind of stuff. But there are also groups out there that only have four people, six people. There are groups out there for every interest every side hobby, everything that you are interested in that you think nobody else is interested in, there is somebody out there. And I always tell people to just find your people. When I was in college, I was a theater nerd, surprising nobody. And theater, the theater folks were definitely my people. So late night rehearsals, weekend rehearsals, shows on weekends, all that kind of good stuff. They were people who we told the same jokes. We were interested in the same stuff. And one of my best friends, I am still friends with to this day. And I met her in theater. So I just want to, no matter what it is, I just want to encourage you to go out there and find your group, find your people. It doesn't have to be all the same people that everybody else knows or the other groups that other people attend. Okay, back to everybody else. She moved her microphone back. And really, the everybody else would be similar to my story, if you will. And and I may have told this story on the podcast before, but I think it bears repeating. You know, so I came into John Wood on a scholarship. Part of that was that I was required to have kind of some kind of minimum attendance within student government meetings, not really a minimum of events. Really, it was just, hey, keep this GPA and come to SGA meetings and make an impact. So that was kind of where I started. And I really did the bare minimum when I started. And I was quite miserable, in fact, that I was hanging out with 
still like my friends that were still in high school, the kids that were a little younger than me about two or three months in is when I really started to give it a chance here at John Wood. And like you said, just started to find my people, finding people that I would have never met otherwise. And now I mean, you talk about having best friends, I lose count because even like in my wedding there a couple of years ago, my buddy who performed our ceremony, I met here, my best man from here, one of my ushers from here, a couple more of my groomsmen, I think from here, I can't even remember who all was even in my wedding, but sorry, love you guys. <laughs> but the opportunities to meet your lifelong friends, I think start in college, high school friends are always there and they're, and I have three of my best friends uh, that I met in high school that will always be my best friends. But in college is just such a transition period that you are making, your life is changing, your mentality is changing, the way you look at things is different. As you grow up, you're growing up with these other folks and just the connection I think is deeper. So if anything, it's an opportunity to genuinely meet your lifelong best friends. Piggybacking off of what Eric said, college is also a great time to grow, to try something different. Growth hurts, growth is scary, but that's okay. You will make it out the other side. I always talk to students, maybe you were a huge football star in high school and, or maybe you were the theater kid in high school and that's what people know you as. Well, guess what? You come to college, nobody really cares about that anymore. You can change what you're interested in. You can try different things. You don't have to be that person that you were in high school anymore. Nobody is going to look back at your yearbook and say, boy, you were so-and-so. What happened? Like, <laughs> that's not a bad thing. That happens all the time, especially within student government and through these leadership opportunities and growth opportunities. I have so many students after their first year, those students that really took the challenge and really went, went deep in leadership and all of that, that say, man, I'm not anything like the person I was in high school. You know, high school was miserable for me and I genuinely have best friends now or like I, I feel like I belong. A lot of that is personal growth because they either took that step or were pushed to that step. I do a lot of pushing myself and I will absolutely fess up to that. But I think at the end of the day, most students really appreciate that little push because they like where they come out on the other side. I mean, I was guilt tripped into getting into theater in college. My friend was graduating and she was doing the play and she literally came up to me and she said, well, don't you want to see me at all my senior year? And I begrudgingly went to auditions after that and the rest was history. And I ended up truly, again, best friends, great time. Wouldn't have changed it. <laughs> Like Bridget said, it's always about finding your spot. So my my spot at John Wood was the Student Government Association. So then I, I transferred to Western Illinois University. Just looking at what their student government was all about, it just wasn't exactly what I was looking for in a college experience. So starting as a business major, I ended up joining Delta Sigma Pi, a business fraternity that was co-ed. And that was my speed. Same thing jumped right in and met some of my best friends, a lot of my brothers, if you will, that I don't keep up with as much as I would like to, but still would not trade that experience for anything because the people I met, the stuff I got to do, we got to travel and go to some national conventions, 
it's like South Dakota. So like (laughs) snow, Florida, but, but just those experiences of taking a road trip with your friends, doing that stuff is stuff that I couldn't have gotten anywhere else without joining a club and and doing some of those things. Kind of in the same arena, not quite the same thing. I didn't join any clubs in grad school because I was busy reading tens of books and commuting to Western, but I think it was my junior year at QU and a bunch of us history majors wanted to re-establish a chapter of the honors of the history honor society. And so like six of us got together and we found an advisor in Dr. Coffey, who's actually going to be here on campus today on the 28th. So that's how I know him. But we went ahead and, you know, did the work and restarted that honor society and I got voted president, whatever. And so that was just a great time. Again, group of people, similar interests, I got to hang out, spend more time with some of my friends who were going to be graduating. And I think that is definitely something that I got to put down on my application. And even after graduation, you know, I stayed in touch with newsletters and all that kind of good stuff. So I am so grateful for that experience and for that opportunity to have start a club, get a group of friends together and just have a good time nerding out about history like you do that's right bridget was a history major no you found your spot bridget and i think you do a great job and and uh, people appreciate you on this campus so anyway i think we have drove the point enough get involved on campus it will change your college experience do not just go to class go to work go home do homework go to bed and get up and do it all over again because you will be miserable. Don't do it. We're going to just start with the bulletin board. The main thing, obviously, uh, so by the time this posts, it will be the 4th of November. The big things will be FAFSA filing. So if you need to help, need help filing your FAFSA Thursday the 5th, we will be doing that. We'll be playing a little Ultimate Frisbee if... The weather is cooperating. And then we're going to get a little creative with a lip syncing contest, some financial wellness stuff about budgeting, bingo, of course, and then a cooking class, cooking with Tootie, which is my wife. And one of my favorite things that I'm very proud to say that we are doing starting uh, so this Friday, but then the next three Fridays, so four total Fridays, the Student Government Association students are doing Meals on Wheels and uh, going to take take a couple routes each day. And I think that is, I'm proud of them for doing that. So excited to help out the community. I've always taken the community and community college very seriously. So I look forward to having those students do some good stuff with Meals on Wheels. <laughs> All right, Bridget, it is everyone's favorite segment, Eric's dad joke. In the season of Thanksgiving, the month of thanks, we discuss, I have found a Thanksgiving theme to dad joke that I think even the likes of you will enjoy. Challenge accepted. A lady was picking through the frozen turkeys at the grocery store for Thanksgiving, but couldn't find one big enough for her family. So she leans over, asks the stock boy, do these turkeys get any bigger? 
Whereas the stock boy replies, no, ma'am, they're dead. Eric's dad joke. You know what? That's appropriately dark for the end of spooky season and ripe for Thanksgiving. So for our interview today, we have freshman leadership student here at John Wayne Community College, Olivia. Welcome, Olivia, to the Blazer Banter. Thank you for having me, Eric. It's great to be back. You know, you say great to be back. That is only because you have been on it once before. You are what you should be considered in the two-timers club. However, if you didn't know, your first segment actually got cut. So this is your official debut. I think this one will make it. Okay, well... I'm honestly offended that it got cut, but you know, I can work with this one being my first. I guess I just have more practice now. I do apologize for that, Olivia, but the audio just wasn't up to Blazer Banter standards. (laughs) (laughs) So we have Olivia joining us just to talk a little bit about getting involved and what's that, what that has looked like for her, what that's done for her in her start to her college experience in her college career. Tell us kind of what you've gotten involved with since you have been here at John Wood. I mean, so far I've had tried to make it to as many activities or events that we have. And so far we've had paint night, we have tie-dye nights, we have ultimate frisbee, pumpkin painting. Every once in a while we'll have a financial wellness or we had a day where we talked to the Dean of Students and we discussed all of the COVID regulations with her, which so far, all of these events, I would consider them being a huge stress reliever for me. With all of my homework going on, it's just a great way to get away from the real world and go out and have fun with my friends, although we do have a pandemic going on right now. Now you say have fun with your friends. Did you have all of these friends before you started coming to events? Loaded question. (laughs) So no, I did not. Mainly because I was homeschooled, so I didn't really have the school atmosphere which is why student life is so important to me now because I'm getting the student life I didn't have in high school. What else in, in the first four months or three or four months of, of being a college student and being a part of student government kind of has helped you as you have became acclimated with the college experience? So the events, they act as a stress reliever for me just from homework, but because of the events and because I have so much fun going to them, it actually motivates me to get my homework done faster so I have the time to be there. So I would say that's probably the huge thing. What would you say to students who are not currently getting involved, either at John Wood or on their college campus? What would you say to those students? I would say if you're anxious about it or if you're nervous about just showing up once, just try it out. Come to an event. We will welcome you. We'll introduce you. Will get you involved. And the more you come, the more you will realize that your college experience can be so much better than it is now. This was not a paid spokesperson for <laughs> John Wood Community College Student Life. Olivia, thanks so much for coming on the Blazer Banter and talking about your experience. Now you better go and get to class quick. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. All right, Bridget, we are down to the final segment already, what I believe to be a little bit of a shortened episode, if you will, here in episode seven, which is fine, given that the last few have taken, we've really taken them through 
a couple journeys lately, so we'll we'll make this one just a small jaunt, jog or jogging, if you will. Apparently, you just run. We've abandoned the train metaphor. We're now going <laughs> with running, jogging, speed walking. So here we are. Extra credit. I'm just going to take the first one, and I have very little and very little thought out as usual. Bridget always has well thought out extra credit, which is why she always gets the full five points. And I only get the partial two and a half. A big congratulations to the 2020 major league baseball champions, Los Angeles Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw finally gets his world championship, his world series ring, the trophy, the postseason in his career has been rough to say the least. So Congratulations to the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, Mookie Betts, who should have been traded to the Cardinals, not the Dodgers, but that's another conversation on another podcast for another day. Congratulations to them. I was hoping the Rays were going to pull it out. They just didn't have it in them. It shows you how the competitive balance of Major League Baseball is quite interesting. And uh, if you know nothing about baseball or payroll or anything like that, a very fun fact is that two players, the two players, in fact, I just mentioned, Mookie Betts and Clayton Kershaw, their two salaries for this season, I believe made up to be $28 million, which is the salary of the entire Tampa Bay Rays team, which is just crazy that two players on one team in the NL was the same as the entire team in the AL. So it just shows you just have to get the right motivation. Players got to get hot at the right time. And that is certainly what happened with the Dodgers. So congratulations to them. Congratulations to the town of Los Angeles, the city metropolis of Los Angeles for the Dodgers. Only, I think, 10 days after LeBron James and the Lakers brought home the NBA championship. So a couple of big time championships. For those of you not familiar with who one of the owners of the Dodgers is, is the very famous Irvin Magic Johnson. So Magic Johnson now has added a a Major League Baseball World Series ring with his many NBA championships and one lesser known WNBA championship as he is also the uh, partial owner of the Los Angeles Sparks. So congratulations to Magic. Congratulations to the Dodgers and the city of Los Angeles. Bridget, extra credit. Give us your full five points, would you? Well, Eric, I'm not going to lie. I am not as fully prepared today as usual. Kind of going back to the the last episode with Teresa and just kind of stress management and all that kind of good stuff. One of the reasons I am not as well prepared today is because I have not been sleeping as well as I normally do. Not an actual recording. So that is my extra credit to everyone out there listening is self-care especially now talking with students, it's the, when this comes out, it's going to be the 12th week of classes. And that is usually crunch time for a lot of people kind of have to decide whether you're going to drop a class or not. And a lot of big projects and papers get due and we kind of forget about taking care of ourselves. And I know I did it as a student and I know students that I'm talking to now are starting to let sleep go, let good eating habits go, let socialization go and all that kind of good stuff. And as, as you know, 
all that stuff kind of adds up to the stress and just unhealthy habits that are hard to break. I guess that's extra credit slash public service announcement. Take time for yourself, get your sleep in, drink water, unclench your jaw, drop your shoulders, and just make sure that you're taking that time weekly, daily to take care of yourself because you are not going to be successful in anything if you are not doing right by you. I have never in my life meditated or done anything of the sorts other than just taking a nap. And not that I'm in doing meditation or am meditating now, but I found a really cool playlist on Spotify called Peaceful Meditation. And I just have to tell you, it is so relaxing when you talk about unclench your jaw, lower your shoulders. Like when I hit play on that, that is what I feel is happening to me is just like, I just feel myself letting out a deep breath and just my shoulders fall and I just am at peace. So I would encourage you to check that uh, playlist out on Spotify. Peaceful meditation was not a paid ad, (laughs) but it could be. Hopefully that helps with a little bit of the relaxation. That is extra credit. Bridget gets four points today. She'll get better next time. And I have lowered to two points. So we are the professors in this podcast class, if you will. So no matter how much extra credit, we're still getting 120%. That is episode seven of the Blazer Banter podcast. Before I sign off, because I promised... Hi, mom. I hope your day is going very well and I love you. That is my shout out to my mom because she asked, because she is a faithful listener of the Blazer podcast, the Blazer Banter podcast. So hi, mom. With that, I sign off. I'm Eric Foster, coordinator of Student Life, John Wood Community College. If you always want to get a hold of us, Bridget, before she signs off, will tell you exactly how you can get a hold of us. Hi, Eric's mom. If you want to hear a specific topic or just want to reach out to us and ask a question or tell us what a good job we're doing, you can email us at blazerbanter at jwcc.edu. Bridget, until episode eight, we are Eric Foster and Bridget Quinlivan. Don't do.